us master the throne above. Shine within our hearts, O loving master, that your body be divine knowledge, and open the eyes of our minds, that we may comprehend the message of your own gospel. Instill in us reverence for your blessed commandments and having confidence in the desires and pursuing spiritual life with you and all those things that are pleasing to you. Christ, our God of blood, ever souls and bodies, and to you we give glory together with your Father, shall be in the life-giving spirit now and forever and for the ages of ages. Amen. Amen. Bless Master, him that proclaims the gospel of Holy Apostle and Evangelist Matthew. And God, through the intercessions of the Holy Glorious, all audible Apostle Evangelist Matthew, grant unto the power and to the proclaims and tidings, as the fulfillment of the gospel of love of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, amen. Let it be to me according to your word, Holy Apostle and Evangelist Matthew, and to with the mercy of God that you may grant your soul forgiveness of sin. Let us be attentive. Wisdom. Let us be attentive. Brethren. By faith, Abraham sojourned in the land of promise, as in a foreign land, living in tents with Isaac and Jacob, heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked forward to the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. And what more shall I say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, enforced justice, received promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched raging fire, escaped the edge of the sword, won strength out of weakness, became mighty in war, put foreign armies to flight. Women received their dead by resurrection. Some were tortured, refusing to accept release, that they might rise again to a better life. Others suffered mocking and scourging, and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn in two, they were tempted, they were killed with the sword. 
They went about in skins of sheep and goats, destitute, afflicted, ill-treated, of whom the world was not worthy, wandering over deserts and mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And all these, though well attested by their faith, did not receive what was promised. Since God had foreseen something better for us, that apart from us they should not be made perfect. from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Let us be attentive. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham, Abraham was the father of Isaac, and Isaac the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers, and Judah the father of Perez and Zerah by Tamar, and Perez the father of Hezron, and Hezron the father of Ram, and Ram the father of Amminadab, and Amminadab the father of Nashon, and Nashon the father of Salmon, and Salmon the father of Boaz by Rahab, and Boaz the father of Obed by Ruth, and Obed the father of Jesse, and Jesse the father of David the king, and David was the father of Solomon by the wife of Uriah, and Solomon the father of Rehoboam, and Rehoboam the father of Abijah, and Abijah the father of Asa, and Asa the father of Jehoshaphat, and Jehoshaphat the father of Joram, and Joram the father of Uzziah, and Uzziah the father of Jotham, and Jotham the father of Ahaz, and Ahaz the father of Hezekiah, and Hezekiah the father of Manasseh, and Manasseh the father of Amos, and Amos the father of Josiah, and Josiah the father of Jeconiah and his brothers at the time of the deportation to Babylon. And after the deportation to Babylon, Jeconiah was the father of Shealtiel, and Shealtiel the father of Zerubbabel, and Zerubbabel the father of Abiud, and Abiud the father of Eliakim, and Eliakim the father of Azor, and Azor the father of Zadok, and Zadok the father of Achim, and Achim the father of Eliud, and Eliud the father of Eleazar, and Eleazar the father of Mathan, and Mathan the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who is called Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to David were 14 generations, and from David to the deportation to Babylon, 14 generations, and from the deportation to Babylon to the Christ, 14 generations. 
Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together she was found to be with child of the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and his name shall be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had born a son, and he called his name Jesus. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. In today's epistle reading, it underscores the need for hope in our lives. If I was pressed by someone to say in one word what Christmas means to me, I think the word that I would offer up would be hope. And how powerful is today's epistle reading? It's really electrifying its intensity. We hear about the amazing endurance of the faithful. We hear things like they were stoned. They were even sawn in two. The intensity of it. The the struggle they must have endured and the bravery they must have had. And they went through it all. And we hear of this endurance of the faithful and we have insight into how, therefore, by hearing again in this gospel reading today, of how we are linked to all these forefathers and mothers who went before us, who had to endure all these hardships, and we are linked to them and connected in faith. St. Paul writes, 
And all these, though well attested by their faith, did not receive what was promised, since God had foreseen something better for us, that apart from us they should not be made perfect. Again, this shows our connection with the faithful of Paul's time to the faithful of Abraham's time. So Paul's writing then, connecting them to the past, to the fathers of the past. And then as we read it today, we can be assured of the same promise being offered to us as well. Why is that? Because we're all part of God's family. We all share in this hope which gives us the power to live our lives and face every adversity. As I was driving in today, I was hearing a story on the radio, and it talked about how trees, great trees, have very deep roots, and how the storms of life can come at these trees, but these trees are not knocked over because they have such deep roots. And so it is with us as Christians And that's why we hear this gospel every year, the Sunday before Christmas. So-and-so begot so-and-so, and and then so-and-so begot so-and-so, because it's important to remember our roots. Okay, And when we are rooted and grounded and we are firmly planted, then no storm can knock us over. And just as it was with those who went before us, who endured great struggles and martyrdom even, We can meet the adversities of life with faith and, again, that word, hope. Now, I spoke about family. And Father Hopko, in his book, The Winter Pascha, which I'm hoping and I'm sure many of you have read or at least looked at excerpts of, he says the following thing, which I think is very important for us to understand about our family in Christ. He writes, one other important point is made in listing the human generations which led to the birth of Jesus. This is the fact that God is faithful to his promises even though his chosen people are often not faithful. God is faithful even when his chosen people are not faithful. Among the people from whom Jesus came are both sinners and and heathens. In a word, Jesus comes not only from the righteous and the holy, but from the wicked and the sinful. And he comes not only from Jews, but from Gentiles. The names of four women specifically mentioned in St. Matthew's list that we just read, Tamar, Rahab, Ruth, and the wife of Uriah, Bathsheba, were noted not to say notorious Gentiles, including one of David's own wives, the mother of Solomon. The point to be seen here is one beautifully made in the early Christian hymn quoted in the Bible in the second letter to Timothy. If we have died with him, we shall also live with him. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful for he cannot deny himself. This is the wonderful witness of the genealogies of Jesus. So now you, now you know why we read this every year. So-and-so begot so-and-so and begot so-and-so. Before, before long, you're getting dizzy. But it's important 
because it's the link to our past, to our roots, which gives us always this link to the promise, which is our hope. For if we are faithless, the Lord God remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. So, we are one family in Christ Jesus. No family is perfect. If you are less than perfect today, you are not alone. If you are less than perfect today, there is still a place for you at the family table in our church. There is hope. Christ is coming at Christmas for all of us. At Christmas, we can remember the roots of our family. We remember the Old Testament figures and their struggles. We remember the New Testament figures and their challenges. We give thanks because the Lord never left them. So he never abandons us. In Christ, we all, all of us, of every generation, are united in that promise that God gave to Abraham. For at Christmas time, we celebrate the coming of the Emmanuel. I hope we all know what Emmanuel means, right? God is with us. Can we say that together? God is with us. O come, O come, Emmanuel. We sing in that beautiful hymn, right? One of our favorites. O come, O come, Emmanuel. We pray that he come. We pray that he will come. And we believe that he always is. And he always will be with us. I will close with this beautiful hymn from the Vespers of the Sunday of Nativity, which, of course, was the Sunday before the Nativity, which, of course, was last night. Behold, the time of salvation is at hand. Prepare yourself, O cavern, for the virgin approaches to give birth to her son. Be glad and rejoice, O Bethlehem, land of Judah, for from you our Lord shines forth as the dawn. Give ear, you mountains and hills, and all lands surrounding Judea, for Christ is coming to save the people whom he has created and whom he loves. Christ is coming to save the people. Good news, you are the people that he has created and he loves. And so, at Christmas time, I think of, I believe in, and I rejoice in hope. I hope that you also think of, believe in, and rejoice in hope this Sunday before Christmas as Christ comes to us, the Emmanuel, and always. Remember your family of faith. Remember your roots. Remember the promise. Remember that God is with us. Can we say that one more time in closing? God is with us. He is and always shall be. God bless you and a Merry Christmas to all. Please rise.